Welcome back, Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brutt. We are back for at least part two on Likud Svarim. This is part of our greater series, season two on Mchaim Kanayevsky, but we're focused now on Likud Svarim. So Rabbi Brutt's going to follow up with the sheer episode he delivered previously on Likud Svarim. Some more information, some fine-tuning, and we're looking forward to this. We once again thank our generous sponsor who has sponsored all of season two on Chaim Kanievsky. He's anonymous, but the dedication is in memory of Moshe Chaim ben Yitzchak David. May his neshama have an aliyah. Rabbi Brat, what do you have for us today? Hopefully some nice, interesting things. Well, let's, let's see. Let's see about what the feedback will be. Okay. Okay. Okay, so last time, just to recap in uh, two, few, three sentences, is I spoke about Likud Svarim. It's good to use them, not to use them. I showed that the Mishnah Brura and the Rechaim Kineski and Darach Hamuna, they call themselves, amongst other things, a Likud Sefer, which is the, some form of a Likud Sefer. They're collecting a lot of information from all different places. And this is one function. I also mentioned that this is one of the functions of the great Sefer, Beis Yosef from Yosef Cairo. It's a collection of massive amounts of material that existed up till his time. Then I then I just traced a little bit that afterwards there were some there were many different important Likud Svarim, but I just focused briefly about the Knesset Daila, Much later on, the Shari Tshuva and the Pischei Tshuva. Um, these are important Likud Svarim. I also showed that the Chazanish and, and the Chibina Rav Lamashal they looked at the Pischei Tshuva so important that you could that the that it wasn't just that he brought down something. The way he brought it down, the parts that he brought down are very important for Halacha. Okay. The kids are, there's a crazy wealth of sh- literature out there that's published and it has to be accessed. So the way to access it is through these type of Likud Svar. Okay. At the end, I mentioned a little bit about if, it, if searching for stuff, searching for Makairis is Yagiyah, and we'll, we'll fine-tune these two points today a little bit and see some more information about it. Number one. I came across a while ago a tshuva of the Nain Behuda where he's talking about something in Hilchas Nida, and then he talks about um, it seems the person told him something from a Shev Yaakov. So the so the Nain Behuda says to him as follows: "Vani ein darki l'sum iun betshuvas achroinim chachmei zmanenu v'loy afilu bekoidnim." I don't look at tshuvas of our contemporaries or even the Darius before Dar Oishnei Darius v'dailonu b'hamik yunoi b'divrei Talmud u'paiskim rishaynim b'asayim chinlahem ad higil abalei shulchan aruch asher sadur lanu shulchan mali berchas Hashem. So he does not look. He did not look too often in the Chuvis farm beforehand. This is what the Naid Mihuda says. Okay? Naid Mihuda is Naid Mihuda, one of the great giants of all time, That's what he says. Okay. There's an interesting chu there's an interesting letter from the Nativ. At one point he talks about Chuvis farm and he says that um they're very useful for they help open up the Shari Ha'iun for those that are looking to Paskin. Because you see sometimes how to do something Lamaisa. In a different, in a different incredible tshuva of the Natsiv slash letter, um, which has many, many different fundamental issues, which not for now, but just to mention some of them as it relates to this specific topic, he talks about the importance of tshuvas. And he says it's so, um, um, he holds that it's, because it, first of all, you, the Paisik is saying, this is what one's supposed to do. And then he brings a famous Gemara in Baba Basra that's quoted a lot of times in this type of conversations. So there is some type of thing that in the Tshuva, when the Paisik is saying to rely on that this is what you should do, there's some type of importance to that. 
we do know that certain Gedolim did not want, and that's what the Nativ is dealing with also, maybe certain Gedolim didn't want their Chuvas to go get out afterwards, they didn't publish them themselves, this is part, that's a different conversation. Then the Nativ says, another thing, there's a special Siyata Shmaya for Hira, when a Pisces is asked to Shaila, and he gives an answer. And Tziv um, is very into this Yisaid. Others also say a similar type of Yisaid. He says some other points. And then at the end, he rather throws in a fascinating int- um, piece of information. We find that there are certain Gedalim that their Chuvis are lost. So he says some type of thing like this. They were in Zaycha that their Tyra should be in Halachal And he says, even by Nevi'im, we learn from the Gemara Megil Yadal, the Harba Nevi'im lo Zaycha shnemer menuvoi seim l'dayris. The chen kama tanoim v'amaram shaloi Zaycha shinikva b'mishno b'gmar mishmam. Okay, anyway, so it's an interesting Nakuda which will actually play out possibly uh, shortly. So the Natsiv, um, but the point is, the Natsiv is very into Chuvas, uh, that there is a very important, there is a value in Chuvas, okay? There's an interesting piece. Um, it was the first discovered in a manuscript by Rabbi Shua Munshine in a journal called Tzfunot that came out from B'nai Brak, um, Tzfunot Volume Gimel. Um, this Adayayim, this Hebrew never came out. It's called Avni Zikaran. The manuscript still exists in Hebrew University. And in the introduction, he, he discovers that Rav Zundel Misalan, Talmud Muvak of Rav Chaim Velazhner, was once visiting a fellow, and, and he said over to him that Rav Chaim Velazhner, his rabbi, said... This is what Rezundel says in the name of Rechaim Velazhner, sort of a taino that no one got together to gather which will be very beneficial. And all we know is the nice Akeel, like the Taz and the Shach. Whereas, um, and it will be Kedai for someone to go ahead and do it. Obviously, this Shmua was most likely the um, first of all, the Shmua was before there was the Pischei Tshuva, and even the Shari Tshuva um, came out towards the end of Rechaim Velazhner's life, so it's that's probably what happened, because he had a, a Rebbe Freim Zal Margolis had, had a Kesher with Rechaim Velazhner, so I assume that that's what it's from, but anyway, this Sefer, that, where this manuscript is, is, a, is some type of collection of Tshuvas on Shulchan Aruch Ebenezer. Okay, so you see even Rebbe Reb Chaim Velazhner is pro not only the tru- learning Chuvas literature, of someone making some type of collection of this literature to make it accessible and available. Okay. Lamaisa, um, the Sfardi Gedolim, such as the Ben Chai, has a famous Hagdama to Chuvas of his Chuvas Rav Palim, where he's against certain Gedolim that they don't look, that didn't look at Chuvas. And Reb Avad Yosef has Arichus Kedarka Bekaidish, the Hagdama of one of his of his Chuvas Svarim about this, that Tainus on different Paiskim that they do not. Use um, the various chuvas farm. That, okay, now an issue is if now in general to point out is like this: the, the issue of a liquid safer is sometimes the liquid safer is its own words, and sometimes it's just direct quotes. Lamashal, the Piskei Chuva, where I said specifically the Chazanish and Shabina Rav are very into it. He knew how to take out specific quotes and bring them down. The problem a lot of times with liquid farm is they miss. Quote and throughout the generations, there were many Likutsvarim that would be malakit. They'd say something b'shem Adam Gadol, and it turns out it could sometimes be exactly opposite. It could be very problematic. Just to mention, and and this fear ad hayoyim is partially a fear that people have. Um, Rabbanim even have fears against various Likutsvarim. Lamashal, 
um, not to take away from the value of such a safer, but there's a best-selling work out of Yoim. It just complete, it just came out finally the last volume of Mishnah Bura. It's been in the works for twenty-something years, um, and volume f- on on Chelik Dalad Mishnah Bura just came out a few weeks ago. And this is a best-selling work. When it comes out, thousands of copies are sold worldwide. And basically, what this person did is it's a ton of information on the seder of the Mishnah Bura. He collects it from a lot of different farm. Uh, it's a leak safer on the Mishnah Bura, one of the many different farm ready on the Mishnah Bura. Okay. So some people complain is there, there there's two complaints, this which just to bring it out, not against specifically the safer, but this is a common problem that people have with Likut's farm. And that is as follows. You could have a great Paisik. Let's say Rav Maisha Feinstein says something is mutter. Rav Shlomo Zalman says something is mutter. And these, these type of Likut's farm will bring on the footnote, but Ayan and Hudson Plot Safer that says it's Usser. Now, most people don't necessarily have at their fingertips who's this Hudson Plot Safer. So now, Let's say it's this Hatzmah Sefer was really a Gadol, uh, Rabbi Kivager, an unknown Rabbi Kivager of his generation way back. Okay, that's a different, that, that's a that's a Shaila. But many times it could be is some young Kaila guy who wrote a piece in some journal that it's great to have the information, but who said that that's going to change the Psaq? You have Rav, Rav Maisha, Rav Shamazam, or whoever the big Paiskim are against such a thing. So people are, get very nervous from it. But another greater problem, which has been shown with many Likud's farm, is the quoting. The quoting could be off. Just to mention one um, um, story about this is as follows: A fellow under a pen name, a friend of mine. His name is Aki, he, the pen name he uses is Akiva Shemesh. So he wrote an article uh, over ten years ago on the Svarim blog, which was he demonstrated that sixteen mechabrim today, current people alive, all quoted something in Hilchas Bris Mila, and none of them saw the actual source inside. Each person was taking from the other. So we say Likud Svarim exists. Just you see how many Likud Svarim there are in Hilchas Mila. There's many more than sixteen, but and they, they rely, a lot of times they're relying on the one before, and this is a fear that people have why they have some type of fear about Likud Svarim for, for centuries. This is not a problem today. This has been a problem discussed and pointed out by many different G'daylim, and even sometimes you'll find Chash of a Likud Svarim of today, um, well, I'll quote one shortly, he says in his introduction, yeah, a lot of times a Likud Sefer is a problem, so you, maybe you can say not to rely on my Likud Sefer, yes, I made it my concern to Check the sources. And as I said, even the base Yosef in Zagdama talks about great Rishainim, that he calls them Likud Svarim, and he says sometimes they also make mistakes. So this is a, a, a issue and fear about Likud Svarim. Now, just to mention, um, um, for the uniqueness Shabbat, I quoted in earlier episodes of Chibar Melechus Cheresh, which deals with Chalitza um, um, for a Cheresh, how it works out. Fascinating Sefer that came out many years ago. And this was his fame, his claim to fame, although he was a great gadol in his time, was that he was the uncle of the Arsameach, and he rather brings a bunch of things from his nephew, the Arsameach, in his sefer. Okay. Anyway, in this sefer, Melechus Cheresh, he says in his Sharblat a very strange lashon. He says, what, what is this? He took a topic that there wasn't so much information about it, and he gathered a crazy amount of information. So he says, Melacha ve'enei chachma. And he, um, he's he's sort of even poking fun of it himself. That it's, he just he gathered. It's, it's a lot of work to be malaka from tons of svarim and sources, but there's no chachma behind it. Then he says, So he's like playing down what he did. It's a whatever you know. Like, interestingly enough, and that's one, he gets tons of askamas from Chashav Gedolim. The great Reb Shimon Seifer, son of the Chassam Seifer, says He does. He says it's a gevaldig And what you say. 
now, obviously, there's something going on, and that's what I'm going to focus on in a moment. The chashivas of such a sefer, Malachas Harsh, because as I said, this guy, this person was a great goyin, a great literature goyin at the time. Okay. Now, there's a fascinating, there was a fascinating yid. I actually, I'm not sure if I mentioned him in previous episodes. His name was Ratzvi Michal Shapiro. He dies in 1906 in Yerushalayim, born in 1840. Okay. This is one of these unique gedolim, um superstar gedolim, um in Yerushalayim. Anyway, this person, he was the Rebbe of Rav Charlap. Rav Yaakov Charlap. And it seems he was uh, one of those special, today, unknown gedolim, but a, a very special gadol. So after he was gets reprinted by Shrey Deblitsky, who is very into, he found this Hebrew also fascinating, so he reprinted what Recharlap publishes. And now, just understand, it has a skomas from the Ridbaz, Rabbi Yitzhak Blazer, Rabbi Yitzhak Chaim Zonenfeld, and Rav Cook. So, there's a, and there's a lot of fascinating things going on in the Sefer, um, a, a fascinating unique, not your typical type of person. He's a tremendous Ovid Hashem. He was very into fasting, Tanesim um, Sigufim, which was so interestingly enough, in that Skama, they, the various Mechamim say, this is, even though, yes, it's good to know that he was like that, but there's not something to do. He was on the Daraga to do such a thing. Anyway, the, so Charlap publishes a few different letters of this tremendous, his Rebbe, that he had, that he wrote to some people. Anyway, this, beside, this Rebbe was tremendous, this Rev Shapiro was tremendous into learning. Uh, he learned the Yom Velayla. But one of the things he did was, after he learned, he, would, he was fascinated to see whatever he could see on the sugya, whichever svarim he would be fascinated to look at. And he writes in a letter that there's so much information out there that after Moshe Rabbeinu got the Torah, there's no such thing as a yachid that could know kol ha So that's why there are it's kedai to see different things because through chipos besvarim you could sometimes find different gedolim that you would never that they got a special siyata shmaya that you would not. Yet, so he sort of he and he was writing this as a, a nakuda to a Talmud of his about a, a nakuda in learning dafka to look for sources to go out of your way and to try to hear what other people have to say because it because it's very important. Okay, now Rabshray Deblitsky, I'm returning to him actually. So he was a tremendous um, gadol in in Bnei Brak. Was nifter only a few years ago. He had Arichas Yamim, and one of the things is he was. One of these people that had to do with all different worlds. What do I mean? He was a Litvak. He was he actually knew the Chazanish. He was close to the Chazanish. And he held himself a Gronik, so to speak. I mean, say he was Isaac to do many of the Hanhagas of the Gra. But on the other hand, he was very into Kabbalah, Litvish Kabbalah, but also into Sfardish Kabbalah. And he was in contact with all different Kabbalah from all different worlds. And he wrote Dozens of svarms, close to a hundred svarm were published in his lifetime. Some of them are small, all types. He was also a big balmusser, a very big tzaddik type of yid. And he wrote, one of the things is, he's one of the people that like specialize in these like 
or like take the top permashulish a whole and he'll write a whole massive safer about it. And he was one of the first people that did um like these unique type of topics, like even like a sif and shulchanarach, and he could write a whole safer about it. Anyway, so he was very into Likutsvar. So Yeshurin, the Kaivitz Yeshurin, volume 40 and even 41, was devoted to a lot of about him. And in there, there are fascinating quotes uh, uh, relating to this topic of Likutsvarim that he was very into, and he held that one should make use of Likutsvarim. So, the, and just to be, say, Bekitzer, he in a different place, in a different article that was published, he talks about um, what's Hanhagas for a rabbi. He like uh, he he thinks he wrote this um, fifty years ago or something some tips for a Rav. So one of the tips is, he said like this, Baruch Hashem, today we have Balei Asufais. On every single sugya you could find that there's a Sefer Miyuchid on that someone went ahead and was tired to collect all the information on the sugya. Now, basically a Paisik, a Rav, so, or someone involved with Iran, these type of things. A lot of times there's so many new types of topics, you don't even know where to begin. So a Rav should make it his business to have these Svarim Yuchadim to the, of these topics. Okay, this is a very interesting thing of his. But on the other hand, interestingly enough, he is concerned. So, so first of all, he also wrote a bunch of these types of svarim, and he's recommending rabbanim that they should also make use of these types of svarim to get them. But on the other hand, interestingly enough, he's also concerned with that sometimes you have to be careful with the quotes. Okay, and, th- and that's a key point that will come up shortly. And that is as follows. Who are these bali malaktim? I mean, say, let's say I find that Pliny went ahead and took a topic and I'm not, I'm not saying this t- safer, uh, just because it's staring right in my face, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's the problem over here. There's a safer called Erev Tafshilin Ha'aruch. Someone went and wrote two massive volumes on everything about Erev Tafshilin, which in Eretz Yisrael is not even so Nagea. But someone went and learned it, and he mamish learned all, from the Sugya scratch and every safer, and he was in contact with a bunch of the Gedolim at the time. So now, but the problem could be is maybe the person who is learning this topic and writing about it doesn't really know he could be an Amaretz in all other areas. I'm not saying that about this Mechaber. Um, but anyway, now, the point is like this. There was a thing called Specialist Svarim. Um, Yisrael Tashma identifies that in the times of the Rishayim, we have certain Svarim. One is a famous Sefer, which will play out soon, which is one of the key works on Safros. We don't know anything else about this Mechaber except that he has one, one, he's one of the main sources, for, let's say, for the Beis Yosef, for Psakim on how to write Xivas Isis. So the point was, is sometimes these Mumchim might only be a Mumche for said topic of Safras. We don't know if they were anything else. There's also Svarim Lamashal of, of, of people, they, they wrote all Hilchas Brismila, but that's all they knew, or it's possible that's all they knew. So there's some type of fear that you have to be aware that who's just because Pliny wrote a safer on this and this topic, who said um, um, he's a mandamer, so to speak, if he's going up against a big battle. Now, interestingly enough, there's a Givaldic, I came across once, a scum of the Aderes, to the safer, to the incredible safer on Brismila from Rebellion Paisa called Kairis Habris. And over there he talks about he says, and then, and then the there is a musig that there's so much to know out there. So what happens is that we find certain gedolim that they became, so to speak, the go-to person on said topic. And 
and he he's saying Flumasha Famila, you should use this for Rebellion Paisik. Rebellion Paisik, Yadua was a Gainilam in many different areas. But that there is the same, just throws out here such a concept that the, uh, that a god that there's such a thing as mumchim for specific sugis. There's a fascinating askama in the sefer Eiv Tavshilin Ha'aruch. So this I heard from Rabbi Lerner many years ago. Like this, he says that Reb Shammai Kahas, Reb Shammai Gross writes that b'shem Reb Shlaim Zalman Orbach Talmud Chacham Ha'Oisik Bebir Halacha Hu Ha'Poisik. Basically, that there's such a musig, if someone takes a specific topic and spends mamish, yoyimam velayla on that topic, he could be the god hadar in said mikzayah. Now, even though Rosh Hashanah says it, it obviously needs clarification because it, it, you can't have a person that just that doesn't know Kali Haira and ever learned, that doesn't ever learn, and just takes a random topic without any other background, and then he becomes the God of Hadar even in that topic. I don't think Rosh Hashanah means that. Anyway, recently a beautiful sefer came out a few months ago called Nesiva Seira, a massive, almost thousand-page sefer on all different aspects, 70 chapters on Inyanim of Haira. He has a whole thing about this Nakuda. To, uh, not with Roshan, this Maramakam Roshan Zalm, but the Nakuda of a Mumcha Fahira trying to be Masader this Sugya. That there's such a Musig, Lechal Pachos, we have Adam Gadol, and then in certain topics, he's the the Adam Gadol. We'd say he's a tremendous Lamachacham, and then he's an expert more in. Okay. Anyway, interestingly enough, um, just to say two, three Maramakamas about this, and then we'll move on. Um, like this. A lot of times, and especially even today, one could um, um, will find that this Tyra is just endless. There are so many new topics. There's explosions of topics, um, in, especially in modern medicine, in, in knowing metzios. Let's say electricity; it's a brand new topic. So, um, um, it's relatively; it's a hundred. It's only a hundred something years old. The the shyless about it, and require in order for someone to understand it, imamish have to properly have to have a proper understanding of the sciences and the metzios. And there's so many different topics today in halacha, as time goes on and new different inventions it causes that one has to know incredible amounts of information. So at the same time so at the same time someone has to know all this information understand it and to be a Pisic in it to know it, the sugya from scratch and everything about it, it make, it's very hard. Um, um, it's going too much, there's too much to know. So interestingly enough, I came across years ago that Rabbi Srol Salanter seemed to already in his time was concerned that there was too much information to know and we don't have G'daylum such as he, his specific example was the Vilna Gain and Rabbi Zalman Mivalajan or Rabbi Kiva Eger. So there's too much to know. What could you do? So Rabbi so Salam to try to, he was thinking of a program to come up with. And it sounds like the people, the starting point was people that were Chashev. And then to create that these people should become experts in different mikzayas. So there should be an expert in yet in whatever mikzayah there is. You know that's the address for this sugya. This is the address for this sugya. An incredible thing, and it's, it's fascinating how it's written out. Rabbi Yitzchak Moltzin, a Talmud Muvuk by Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, not only about Musa, a great Pesach, known as the Shvisas Hashabbos. If someone learns Shvisas Hashabbos, you'll see his quote very often. He made he made Aliyah Saif Yamav at that time with Rabbi Yitzchak Frank. Anyway, so he was a Talmud by Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. He put out a bunch of different chiburim. In this chibur called Seidel Mishnah, he brings this whole different thing, from, this whole, it's a few pages from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter that he was trying to do such a thing, to create such a thing. And it's just incredible to see all the different quotes and the different nakudas in this aspect. But the point was that it sounds like to be a gadol and yet in all areas of Tyre, too, it's too much already. It's mamish too much. And, 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 and interestingly enough, he was saying um, 
to, this is Rabbi Yisrael Salanter talking. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter was was one considered one of the great giants in his generation. Not just what people think today of him as a Balmusser. He was an unbelievable guy in Eilam. And he was worried and concerned about this. So the point was, he was trying to come up with it. and had to fix it. Interestingly enough, another person that was trying to fix such a thing was Rav Cook. In the 1880s, he tried to create a journal, Iter Seifrim. It didn't take off. His wife died, so only two issues came out. But in one of the Nakudis that he was trying to do also was to create a forum for Gedolim to be able to write in because there's too much to know. So different Gedolim will write up a Shaila and you'll be able to hear feedback from different Gedolim what they think about said issue. Because you say mamish like a, a, base, a live base medrash with gedolim that have tremendous ideas and all different things, fighting it out or discussing it out. Pilpuchaver mamish arasayf. Okay, now just, um, and interestingly enough, a little later, I mean, Asifas in Vilna, that, um, not in Vilna, but Asifas in Europe, we find that this came up also. There was such a musig. Um, okay, now um, just to conclude this with two other nakudas, we find interesting. There's a masayra. Brought down by the Tzedala Derech. This is in the times of the Rishayim that the Balia Taisis. How is Taisis written? It's interesting, Masaira. Um, sometimes, um, over time, I come to believe that there's there's much truth to this, especially after what I just said. Basically, the story goes like this. This is the Masaira that the Tzedala Derech brings. There was a they sitting in they sitting in base matters to learn. So the, what was given Tyro in those days was mostly Balpeh. So each one of the various baliatoisis were people that were experts in one masechta. You say they knew how to learn, trust me, ganz fine, not, not like uh, people today, they knew how to learn, but in one masechta they were an expert. And they would handle each shayla, and they would say, how does, they go to him, Pliny, does, it, does this side work out in masechta's brachas? Yes. Does it work out in Shabbos? No. Oh, why not? He'd bring up the Gemara. Then the guy, the next Rishon would say, Oh, there's a Gemara in Suvis like that. It could be answered because when you look at Tysus, you see all of a sudden Shas is being ping ponged, which was by Rashi. Rashi stays off an art, but when you start learning Tysus, all of a sudden Gemara's galore come up. So there's a Messiah brought down by the Tzedel Derech. Like this, it's very interesting because I'm saying Rabbi Shlomo Salanter held that this is a necessary thing. There's so much to know, and you need a mumchim in Mekzayas to pass. Okay, anyway. Um, the, but the point is, the fear is that this mumcha has to be a tremendous tamal chacham. And I think also, Lumashal, this relates to a machlikas, um, where Chazanish was very into this, that it is, it, it, the Chazanish held very strongly, it has to be a tremendous tamal chacham. Um, whereas Rabbi Shleim Fisher ha, um, has a whole, they, have a, they had a whole discussion, which was relating to a concept called Bali Agada. If there's such a thing as a bal agada, you say someone could be he's an expert in agada, but he's not an expert in halacha. So with Chaznish held, there's no such thing. You have to, be, in order to be a bal agada, you have to be a bal halacha. Rishlaim Fisher held. Um, I'm not going into the whole discussion about it. I actually once mentioned in an episode about the kuzari, but the point was there's such a thing. The Chaznish held you have to have a you have to have a cook of kolotarikula also. It has to be a playing over here. So even this mumcha, he could be a mumcha, but he's a mumcha that. Also has a tremendous yadan tire. Okay, but this is obviously I'm not trying to fine tune the thing. I'm just trying to point out various ideas about this. Okay, now fast forward the stipler who we've said numerous times, who is one of the main influences on who Reb Chaim Kanievsky's son. They learned chess together, and they they had a lot to do with each other. What's his opinion about Likud Svarim? So interestingly enough, we have a few different quotes. One is someone. Someone, um, a Rav, it seems, had a Pesachayla, 
um, in shul. They didn't know about if a Sefer Torah was possible, so um, they, they're talking about it. So either this is either the stipler or the Chazanish. They said, you have to make sure to have a Siddur Derech from the Nasivis, which we have an episode, which we still didn't release, about the Chashivas of the Sefer. He says, every Rav in Lita, when he got a job, bought a Siddur Derech and he never it never left the shul. Because all the Shilas that come up in the middle of shul, you need to have a go-to Sefer to Pascha now. It could be afterwards. The Rav might decide to learn the Sugya and might argue on the Nasivas. But you have. To, but the point is, the Nasivas was the Nasivas. As I said, I, I talk about in this episode, he was the superstar Gadol Adar in that time. So, there are so search certain type of these farm are like that. Okay, so the stipler says bring such a messiah or could be it's a I, I it's very confusing the Archis Rabbeinu because he's a Talmud of both, and I, I forgot offhand, it's been a long time since I used the safer. What's what? Anyway, but the stipler over here brings down one of the svarim that he would you keep for Pesach because the stipler Khmoy the which was didn't use so many svarim on Pesach because he held you have to check of a chametz, Kiyadu the famous story. With the Chazanish and the Chabina Rav Sefer, they said he cleaned it for Pesach. So the Chabina Rav said, no, he didn't clean it for Pesach. He knew he never used it the whole year, so he was able to, he didn't have to worry about it for Pesach. But anyway, this is the Anava of Great Kedayim. But anyway, the story goes, so here, the Archis Rabbeinu says, one of the Sfarim was Madani Shmuel. Why? Because the Sefer Madani Shmuel is a liquid of Hilkos Pesach from Chuvus HaPeskim. And the disciples said, if, if a Shiloh comes up for him on Pesach, he needs to have a go-to Chashev HaChibor uh, that has a liquid of Islam. Now, the Madani Shmuel, very few people are aware of what it is. This is the same Mechaber of the Mincha Shabbos. Again, not so many people know what the Mincha Shabbos is, but if you use Shemir Shabbos you'll see it's quoted dozens of times per page. Incredible work, um, not for now. On the, that was that springboarded off the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. So here we have that the stipler was into this Slikot Sefer. Another place we have is the stipler in Arches Rabbeinu. Another uh, one last place is again about the Pesach Tshuva, which we spoke about last time. And he says, so here the, in the Arches Rabbeinu brings that the Rechaim Knesky, the same Messiah, the Chazanish was very into the Pesach Tshuva. It's the Pesach Achron. He also he rather also brings similar to what we brought from a different source about the Chabiner and the Pesach Tshuva. Another Nakud they bring down is someone asked him which safer to buy. They said the Birke Yosef, it's a very hush of a safer. And, and he says like this um, the stipler liked to, uh, to look at different Likut Svarim, such as the Steichemet, the Arches Chaim from Spinka and Shulchan Aruch, he looked at it always, and the Gewaldika Sefer Pisre Oilam, which we spoke about briefly, and some other Likut Svarim, Lamashal, the um, the Chaim Ubracha, which is an incredible Likud Sefer on Hilchus Esrug Vilulav. Okay, so we see even the stipler looked at Likud Svar. Now, what's this all Negev? I'm trying to bring up is like this. So, Chaim Kanievsky, so as I said, Chaim Kanievsky writes this Derech The Derech we mapped out based on his own list and checking his list is every thing Negev to Zram and then some somehow is stopped into these four massive volumes called Derech Okay. But, and Rishinim, and I said Ga'inim, and Medrashi Chazal, and the new stuff, and everything, and Meiri's page, he could, he could have on, pay, on a one page, he could bring you the Meiri eight times, and all the Rishinim, and <coughs> everything glories with me. Okay. But Kitzer, I'm learning Derech many years ago, and, I, and I'm learning Hilchas Pidina Ben, which is found in Chelek Dalit. And I noticed that all of a sudden, I see he's quoting a sefer Likute Pinchas. Likute Pinchas, a Likut sefer from before the war on Pidina Ben. Then all of a sudden I see another sefer. Pidina Ben Kilchasa by Rabbi Oberlander of Muncie. I see he quoted once, twice, a bunch of times. What's going on here? And eventually I discover as follows that Rechaim Knievsky already writes in the beginning of Derech Hamuna Chelek Aleph that he's really, he's writing it on the Rambam's Ram. And it's his Ram work. 
what can you do? Zraim also has some halacha lemaisa. Lemashal, in Hilchas Matnas Aniyim, there's halachas of tzedakah. And all and meiser, all these types of inyanim. So what is this type? What is Rukhan Ganeski right? These areas I didn't really learn as much. Um Rak, I brought the Divya Khrainim as it was Malaka from Akhrainim. I mean say everything else he checked that we shine him and everything. Whatever. Anyway, now Lamaisa, if you go learn the Darachamun over there, you'll see he's bringing Gans fine and new stuff of his own also, but he does use various liquids farms. So, so, so as I was going through Darachamun, I came across and just to point out the list is as follows. On one hand, you'll find that he'll use the Piskechuva. I said, yes, the Chazanish. The stipler didn't the So he brings a noin bihuda without even checking up the noin bihuda. On the other hand, I, I came across there's a Gavaldic Alikut say for Chuvas, a tremendous paki is called Chavalim Benimim. Kanievsky brings it down. And then he says, but this Likud Sefer didn't check bring wasn't mattaked properly. So he relied on the Likud Sefer, but then he didn't rely on it and he checked it up. The Madani Shmuel he brings down. Okay. So I started to look to see what real contemporary Likuds farm does he bring down? And I discover his files. So he brings Havas Chesed, or Chashulchan, Chachmasad, and Peschichuv, but those are mainstream halachas. So he even brings a more contemporary person, Meiser, Ksafim, Balacha, Hilchas Klayim, and Shatnis. It's Negev, Manazeh. He brings his Hebrew that's published very recently, Lamazir Vilanizar. You get the Chelek Dalid. So, so what I'm saying is that Rechaynesky uses also Likud's farm of different people. You get the Chayel Dalit; it's more more boilet. The Dark Yitzuva, Kafachayim, Peschayim He quotes a lot. He quotes the Sefer Mafteach, which we we already spoke about last time and other times. He was very into the Sefer Mafteach. It saves a lot of time. Let's say Hilchas Kala. So he quotes earlier Svar, Migdishmat, Chalas Lechem. But then he brings Rav Bloy Sefer Lekan Oimer. In in the Parak on Rishis Agaz, he brings a contemporary guy in Bnei Brak, Goz Seinecha, all the time. Pinin Aben, we mentioned Petachamar. So I have a shalom, put out a massive work called Yaakov Petachamar. He brings a Kaseid the whole time. Shemitah's Ksafim, he brings the Sefer called Shemitah's Ksafim Kilchasa. The Kitzer, you see over here that what, that Rebchaim Kanievsky also did this Nakuda is that he went and he learned Tesugis from scratch. And as I said, scratch like there has never been before, checking all the Rishayim and everything. When it came to the after Shulchan Aruch, so sometimes, especially topics that are again more so he did rely on opinion of Ben Kilchasa. What does he rely on from these svarim? So to be clear, not so much the hira, the information of these svarim are very important for him, and that's what's going to play out shortly with the Chazanish also. I mean, say like this: Chai didn't have every achron under the sun. He didn't have a his same bakias that he's legendary for in Chazal Rishonim. Is not for Achrenim. He didn't know every Chuva Sefer. He didn't learn every Chuva Sefer. He didn't have every Chuva Sefer. He would rely on these type of Svarim. Oh, this Chashev God will ask the question, and now Rabchaim would try to answer it based on his information. So he would see that Semach Tzedek brought down in the Pidin Aben Kilchase asked this in this Kasha, says Rabchaim Kanevsky, Loit, the Ritvarajba, Meiri, and Rikurkis, you could answer it. That, that's what he, so he was using these svarim similar to what I said about the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef became the library for Gedolim for Dairis. They didn't have these svarim, they would just use the svarim. So Rechaim Knievsky for, for Achroinim will rely on some different contemporary svarim from the Dark Yichuva on Pesachichuva. Okay. Interest, it's a, it's an interesting point. Even, um, I'm, um, I'm just trying to bring it out. Take it or leave it. Okay. Fine. Now. <coughs> now we get to the to the to the to, to, to the end of this episode. Um, there's just la- the last few minutes. I like to get to talking about the Chazanish um, as follows.
and that is like this. We we spoke, we began um, last week at the end, we spoke about, what, what's the story about if you have to um, look up, doing research. So, I, so over here, you see, Reb Chaim Kenevsky, Lamashal, all the Rishonim, he's galore, he's looking at every Chazal, he's making sure to have every Ga'inim. Okay, he relies on various Chashavali Kutzvarim that he felt he could rely on for different things. So I brought a bunch of different quotes about if it's a Chalik of Yagia. So one quote that I didn't bring at the time was that uh, Reb Zalman Velazhin, in the, in the Gavaldika Sefer called Toldos Adam, one night they found out that he walked very far to far, they, there was a certain safer that he needed to see. It wasn't in Vilna. So he walked very far. It was freezing cold to get the safer. Asked him why. He says, What do you mean? So therefore, what's the big deal? I walked Chutzleir to a different place. It's not that far. It's closer than Shamayim to go look up the safer. So you see the great Reb Zalmvalajan, he went to go. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean. I'm not coming to try to go the other way that, oh, you should be spending hours and hours researching and tracking down different svarim. But the point was, there is this nakuda in chippah svarim. Okay, why am I keep on saying this nakuda chippah svarim, looking up svarim? And that is as follows. The Chazanish, as we've said um, in the past, was involved throughout his lifetime in various what's called pulmasei halacha. <coughs> one famous one is that is the letter tzaddik, how one writes the letter tzaddik. This is a topic today in recent years, is so much ink has been spilled, articles in various journals, very hot, sensitive topic, and I'm not attempting cues to talk about the actual topic. But, just to understand what we're talking about is, how do you write a letter tzaddik? So, one mahalach is, it's a, it has the letter yud and the nun together. The top part has the yud. The next part is the nun. So it's a yud on top, a nun together. What about another method? This is the method the Beis brings down. Is another the other way of writing it? We'll call it just for lack of of chasidim, um, um, are into yud. They have the yud is backwards. Okay. So the question is where this comes from, and this is a pulmis um, in the times in Bnei Brak. There was a. Tremendous Chasheva Val Musr de Kayid, who's a tremendous Tamachachim. His name was Rabbi Ari Friedman. And he, for many, for a bunch of, he had a bunch of letters back and forth with the Chazanish talking about tumbling in this sugya, where the Chazanish said his opinion about it. And he was trying to convince the Chazanish the other way. Okay. And as I said, this is, this is, there's booklets about it. Um, ever, the Sefer Tzitka Satzadik, this Rabbi Friedman published all the letters, the correspondence he had with the Chazanish about it and all his material about it, but there's tons of articles, and there's more articles being written, and discoveries, and different things, and then people get all hot about it, and then there's discoveries that possibly there's forgeries, and the tumbles and tutsakhlis with this type of topic, we're not going to get into. But, reading through the Chazanish, his letters on this topic, we start to see uh, uh, something emerges about the Chazanish in general. The Chazanish says, Lamashal, Kasha lahamik bekol halacha this topic, similar to other topics, is not always that there's a clear-cut Gemara and Paiskim. So I'm Achmir. That's what Hasnash says. Then he says in this in this um, discussion 
What does he do? You rely on Svarim Muvakim. And we're going to see who those Svarim Muvakim are. Ah, you brought me Raya's possibly not like this Mahalach. Ani ein ani ragel bechipusim ubechecher becheker kadmonius. Vani misnaged lederach zeki ene betucha. It's not clear what you, what's going to come out. So now, what the Chaznish is saying that I don't do chipus for. The Chaznish says this even more um, um, in these letters. As I said, this, these letters took place over a while back and forth. Um, the guy tried to bring him different manuscripts to, to defend his sizes. Then he says, and then the base Yosef hitik makars shall call ois voice, Vachimika base Yosef, Pishas, Pisim, Holois voice. And so that's that. That's where we go. And then the, the Khazanish says some type of lotion about the Gallus Labar Shamar and the base Yosef. Okay, so he says all these types of lashiness. This person tried to bring him rise from the people that um, on the other side. And what you find over here. Um, the Chazanish says, what am I supposed to do? These, the Beis Yosef, the Baruch Shammah, they don't mention it. Okay, then um, the Chazanish says, um, that Hashem is Baruch Kiva, Ashkacha, Bechol Dovedar, Al Yechidim, Shetolun, Bechol Dovedar, Lahayris Chukov, Umushpatov, Yisrael, Ukshain, Mamikim, Balacha, Hain, Beshazukim, Alochim, Veruach, Mimaroi, Mishaira, Alein, Alpia, Nikva, Alocha, Beishus, Hachamuro, Beshabas, Ubashar, Lachas, Hamuris. These are the people, they're the ones that caused the Messiah in Halacha. We go according to them. Okay, then in, again, in, these, in this conversation, the Chazan says some type of quote, Halacha zu lo yantim neishen kan iun shal sugi v'rishen v'chipus maisiyos b'sifri ha-doyris eini mumch l'kach v'eini soymech al-zeh v'ani misnage l'kfiyas halacha al-yidezeh. Another time he says, L'yoyis chayker v'svarim b'divre yeveshim eini mesugo l'kach. So we see again and again the Chazanish is saying some type of lashon that he's that's not what he felt to do. He does say that there might be that the people that there this is dear chelik and Tyra, but he it does it's not his. Then he says another lashon the harvest minyan shal matir ains amida to collect people that say it's mutter. Maybe there's even cheetahs that. That that but they didn't come to us. Similar to what I quoted earlier on in the My entire is not to do research. Okay, so these are um um the Khazanish you see time and time again the Khazanish is saying some type of thing that he's not looking. Okay. He's not doing research, so to speak. Okay. The guy's bringing him these makayers. You know, that's not, it's not enough. Okay. Now, the famous classical work on the Chazanish came out years ago called Peradar. So they bring down um, um, a quote about the Dark Yichuva. One time he sent someone to look up a Dark Yichuva for him. He wanted to see something with it. And the Kiyadu, the Dark Yichuva, is a liquid of Shuvasvar. Then, uh, this, um, another quote is, a uh, fascinating quote I found, is something they're talking about Rebekah Vager. And he says that Rekiv Eger um, is bringing down Kiyadua, tons of Gedolia Svardim Achreinim. Svarim that were very rare in the, that period of time. Kiyadua, Rekiv Eger had a Seder to learn exotic Svarim daily. A few, a half hour, an hour every day we learned them. And that's how come we find, if you go through Rekiv Eger's Gilyanis and Shas and everywhere, a lot of times you bring Svarim no one had. 
says the Chazanish Tamani, Eich Matzer Rebekivega Pnailikolze. How did he have time to look at all this? Okay. On the other hand, interestingly enough, I come across a, um, the, when Chazanish was Nifter, so they asked Rav Herzog what, uh, to write something about uh, Chazanish. So in the conversation, he says he was once in his house. He says, Chazanish knew Achreinim, he had Kiyas. But he pointed to his farm, so the Chazanish says, he says, you don't have a lot of farms. So the Chazanish says, yeah, even what, and he, sh- he says, even what I have is too much. He said the Chazanish held there was some type of thing, too much svarim is not good. He wasn't interested in it. Now, um, fine. Now, what, so what did the Chazanish rely on? So my claim is like this. The Chazanish held that the, he, we, we mentioned already a few times throughout the past two episodes, the Pesche Tshuva, Lamashal. The Chazanish is masking that there's meida, there's important information in these Tshuvas. But the Pesche Tshuva did the work already. I feel, and seeing the language, even in this Pulmas of the Tzadik, the base Yosef for the Chazanish was a massive library of information. It's in the base Yosef! Okay, I'll talk to you. Tons of Rishon, the, the Chazanish learned base Yosef Kaseder very well. He knew, he didn't just like learn the Gemara and had his epistical term. An Chelek Archaim, there's no Pesche Tshuva. What was the safer, the go-to safer of the mass information for the Chazanish? My taina is the Mishnah Bura. The Mishnah Bura and Bir Halacha is a crazy amount of information. Again, he also collected from Rishayim and everything and Paiskim. Chazanish learned it crazy be, and we know this from his guys. Ray, the first Sefer the Chazanish publishes quotes the Mishnah Bura dozens of times. He, this Sefer was his database, so to speak. Now, we, uh, interestingly enough, this sort of Tiger that I've quoted a bunch of times, and he quotes Chazanish. He quotes a bunch of Achrayim here and there. He just not Kaseder. He was into his own. He was into his own thing. His Mahalich was. I have my Beis Yosef. I have my Pischei Tshuva. I have my Mishnah Bura, so to speak. These are my data of collection of important material. That's out there. That's enough for me. I'm not going to look too much for more. As opposed to, as I said, plenty of people. Let's say the Mishnah Bura. What did the Mishnah Bura do? The Beis Yosef was enough for him. He went to track down all the new Rishayim. Chazanish was, he, he was somehow nervous for this. Now, what's going on? What's behind the nervousness of the Chazanish to decipher it? So just to mention, and it's like this... Two, two, and these are the two points that will be assigned with. Very, is like this. The, as I said, on one hand, the base Yosef is the library that has an ish. But I'm going to tell you a fascinating thing. This is Siat Shmaya. I, I can't believe when I was when I made this list, I didn't that such a thing happened. So like I said, base Yosef has this massive library. Okay. There's even an article recently of Kisfeya of, of how many times the the Chuvas Arajba. No one had a Chuvas Arajba, but the Beis Yosef had tons of Chuvas Arajba. He made sure to put Chuvas Arajba wherever it's Nagei important. Rajba, thousands of Chuvas put them, be assigned to them in the, all the right place in Shulchan Aruch. Lamashal is an article from Simcha Emanuel that. And we consider they try to decipher the library of the Beis Yosef, but it turns out, interestingly enough, various farm the Beis Yosef did not have. In episodes one through six, I spoke about many different Rishayim. I didn't know this at the time, but Lamashal, Rabbeinu Hananel, the Meiri, the Arzarua, the Sefer Yashar, the Shultis, the Bahag, the Chuvas Arif, the Ramban and Mohamas, the Beis Yosef did not have. So it means to say like this, and all these are mainstream people. The Beis Yosef doesn't have the Meiri. So Chavetz Chaim says, I have the Meiri. So now, the the point is that the the library, so to speak, gets updated. 
The, of course, the Beis have had a crazy library and people used it. Just like the Knesset Gdol is updating it, this update is afterwards, all these Rishonim are being published. So, of course, there's certain times the Chazanish will say, yes, I could use it, and we showed throughout three episodes of the Chazanish, there were times the Chazanish said, yeah, Erasmus, you could publish it, it's real. Certain times he was nervous. He didn't hold this Chiposvarim Shabbai. That he held, and it's not necessarily that he held that no one should do it. Lamashallah, as I keep on asking, Rechaim Knievsky is doing it. His Talmud Muvak, his nephew, person, he did it for Rishayim. He had that Kayach. The Chazanish held, he didn't have that Kayach to do it. That wasn't his Chalik entire to go do the research to collect all the Rishayim and sit and process it. He held, he has the Gemara, he has the texts in front of him. That's enough. I came across a, tzit, uh, a quote recently. Chazanish said, Messiah Shashas, that's for Atzlanim. I'm not even sure what that means because when the Rabbi Shai Berlin put out the Messiah Shashas, this made him a pecha. I quoted the Dukkha Seifrim about this once. That that people, to have a crazy Bikiyas on Shashas, it was necessary to understand the Chazanish didn't need it. It's for Atzlanim, he said. He, okay, anyway, so the point is that what I'm saying is the library gets updated at a certain point in time. Chazanish held the Beis what, What's Shashas? The Chazanish didn't care to update his library. So this is a Messiah. There's a major Yisoy that the Chazanish says. In Hilchus Trefus, it comes up, there's a whole deal that what happens if there's certain Trefus that today they live, they, know, they lived past this man of being a Trefus. So does it change? So the Rishayinim already deal with the Rajma and, Ram, and the Rambam, and this is a grace of Chazanish comes up with some type of Taira, a Mayurdik, a Mahalach. Um, he starts saying it in one place, later on it comes more sure of it, that there's, that there's this man, that the Taira was given, there's, there's different Alafim of Taira, and so it doesn't make a difference if it changes at a certain point in time, but if in this man, when the tire was given, this was a trefa, that's effects plays out for everything. So, so I saw, um, someone sent this to me, actually, Reb Nachum Zilber, a good friend of mine, sent me that Reb Nachum Rochstein brings down from his brother, Reb Davitzi Rochstein, I believe I quoted once or twice before, the Chazanish spoke about, we showed him that he come from manuscript, that with I, with the Beis Yosef, that the Beis Yosef had this special Shiyat Shmaya. He got what was necessary for him. And stuff that was Nelam, okay, that wasn't important. So I, you find all these information, and as I said, look at all the lists, and this was in the episodes, the first few episodes of the season, I spoke about all these, I'm sorry, and tons of them, for the Chazanish, it's the Beis Yosef, God, a special Siyat Shmaya. This was what was in Zgalafim, and this was his Sifriya. Yeah, he updated it. I said, for Chuvas, he relied on the Peschei Tshuva, the Mishnah Bura, the Mishnah, he does rely on the Mishnah for Rishayim. As a matter of fact, the certain Miri I see, he brings it, how does the Chazanish bring it? Mishnah Bura, he knows about it. So there were times, he's he's willing to update it, but that's not, he felt that's not his thing. But interestingly enough, even though he holds that Amstelling to this Rochstein that's saying it on the base Yosef, that this is how the Chazanish looks at the library and this is his go-to safer, but he's willing to argue on the Chazanish. The Chazanish says, there are times we argue on the Shulchan Aruch. And, he, and this, at least a few different places, and Hilos Tefillin I came across, and some other places, he says, where they have a special raya. He doesn't say anyone could do this. In one of the places, he says, He's a, you know, a special person. Anyway, this all gets into another Nakuda, which we're not going to discuss now, which is the famous Tumim, um, which is also heavily discussed in the sugya of uh, manuscripts. But the point that I'm trying to, con- and I, like, this is what I'm concluding is like this, um, and I'll wrap up all the points in, in, in one minute, like in this one minute. There's a Reb Chaim Kanievsky, the Mishnah Bura, these are Likud Svarim. They're a type of Likud Svarim. They're not necessarily, there's different Likud Svarim that are, don't say the reason behind the halacha. You look at a Luach of Rav Tukashinsky, 
what is it? It's a likud. It's a the psak halacha, what to do in shul. There's no makairis. So people don't know what, where's the makairis? There's obviously different levels of likud form. There are likud form that take a topic and they could put it into 900 pages, whatever the topic is. Someone was making fun about, there's going to be a likud safer about Asha Yatza. A few weeks later, this was a, in the farm store, I was there once. Literally a few weeks later, someone comes in with a safer on Asha Yatza. And every topic has their likud form. As I mentioned, I'm sure Lewitsky holds it very important to use them for the information, to process, to check. Not you have to know if the person saw them you can rely on him, especially in cases where you don't have time to check. As I said, the story with the Darch, the, the Nasiv is the Darch Okay, now, but then, so, but, but out the information, not only is the Pesach important, but for Chaim Knievsky, he used even Svarim of more contemporary things. But and then, to, but part of this has to do with Chipos, um, tracking down all different information. So for the Chazanish. This he held was not his job. He didn't want to do it. He relied on specific svarim, such as the Pesachet Shuva, the Mishnah Brewer, the Beis Yosef. And it was more than that. He held if it wasn't for them, they didn't have it. That's it. He doesn't have to concern himself. Whereas, as I showed many, many different G'daylum, the, the, the basic Messiah, as far as I'm able to see, was we go with these new discoveries as long as we know that these new discoveries are reliable um, as best as we're able to in the topic. Okay, Adkan, this is the topic of, of Likutim Svarim. This also wraps up the sugya of the manuscripts. Avada, there's much, much more to say about Likutim Svarim. I could go down a rabbit hole for another 10 episodes. I have Rachmanus. We could talk more about the manuscripts in another 10 episodes, but we have to move on. Rukhain Knievsky has many more things to discuss, um, and uh, Mirza Shem, a different time, we'll get to it. Wow. Thank you. So much information. To comprehend, how long does it take you to put this all together? I'm embarrassed to say, so I can't even. I couldn't even say. I don't have exact husband, but it's 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 a it's a lot. Okay, so everybody out there greatly appreciates your work. Thank you very much for sharing. We appreciate the sponsor who sponsored anonymously in memory of Moshe Chaim Ben Yitzchak David. Thank you. Anybody who has questions, comments, suggestions. Dedication opportunities, please reach out to myself at shwaidm at ou.org and or Rabbi Brutt at Eliezer Brutt at gmail.com. Would you like to pull out a safer to share? Yeah, we'll do very fast to safer. Um, a new safer on the market is called Aldas Rabbi. Safer Zikarin Lemireinu Remnachem Kasher Bala Shlema. So it's the 40th. 40 years ago, Rabnachim Kasher was Nifter. The family decided a few months ago, I guess maybe even more than that, to put out a volume dedicated to explain to all about him. He was a fascinating individual, multi subjects, all different types of things. When you think about Rabnachim Kasher, from his main Hebrew Tarashlema, which is where he's famous from, he's a Ger Chassid. His relationship with the Ger Rebbe, his relationship with different Gedolim, the Ragachava project that he was very involved with, and a bunch of different svarim of his, and he was very in the Marshall Rebuchim Fisher Perlau was crazy. He had a machinic relationship with him. So they got different people to write articles um, about him, their relationships they had with him, a very interesting thing about it. They had a section of some of the history about him, also fascinating. Um, and they also have certain people, um, um, some new materials of his that were never published. And I think they actually plan on working on at least another volume because he's just such a, there's so much to discuss about him. So this just came out. The Marshall, the famous thing about the datelines. 
a huge topic that's non-stop being tumbled just this week. A different Sefer came out on the Datelines. And a few weeks ago, a different Chuva Sefer came out. About, uh, um, Rav Yechiel Michal Tukashinsky's family put out a Sefer and a mass of about Datelines. So Rav Kasher also is involved in Datelines. So they also have to have Arichas about the Datelines. But Kitzer, all the uh, many of the different topics that relate that he was involved with, they, they have different people that wrote about it. A couple of very interesting Sefer that just came out and should be arriving in America very soon. Fascinating. Did he have a relationship with Rav Zevin? He did, but I don't know how um, strong it was. They, he had a relationship. But just to understand, uh, I'll say this, even though maybe some people might be upset at me, he does not, this is, this, this, it's when you're talking about Rav Zevin and, and uh, Rav Nahum Kasher, it's apples and oranges. <laughs> if someone wants me to be Masber more, um, they could sponsor an episode, we could explain it. But Rav Zevin is in a league of his own compared to Ramnachum Kasher. It's not, it's a whole different thing. It's a, he's, he's manning a project, so to speak. But anyway, I'm saying Dvarim very bekitzer, but it's a big arichus, one day. You could do probably a bunch of episodes on Rev Zevin. How many? I don't even know. I don't even know. He's probably Steve, one of, you know, you're talking about your heroes from one generation. Yeah, 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 he's certainly yeah. one of your Yes, I, that, I think uh, basically from my, from approximately 10th, 11th grade, um, I started getting into his farm, slowly buying each one of his. Yes, incredible. He had a tremendous impact on me. And uh, he constantly does because as I get older, I appreciate more and more a lot of different things that he did that at the time I read, I didn't appreciate. And as time goes on, you appreciate more. But he has actually nice reviews on the Menachem Kasher in his book reviews that I quote all the time. But anyway, yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Best